It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Hello, friends, and welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on this long, wet Friday afternoon, hot and humid as well. I hope you've having a great have had a great week and are getting ready for a wonderful weekend. It's great to be with you here. Tornado warning for the following county: Orange, Florida. The National Weather Service in Melbourne has issued a tornado warning for southeastern Orange County in East Central Florida until 7.15 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. At 7.01 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located over Orlando International Airport, moving west at 15 miles per hour. Hazard, tornado. Source, radar indicated rotation. Impact, expects damage to mobile homes, roofs, and vehicles. This tornadic thunderstorm will remain over mainly rural areas of southeastern Orange County. Take cover now. Move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Avoid windows. If you are outdoors, in a mobile home, or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. Before we go to Dwight, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central is made possible by some outstanding sponsors, and they are Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic, and Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Community Health Centers of Central Florida, now with 15 locations, serves the people of our community with quality, affordable health care, and they've been doing it for over 40 years. But now let's go to Dwight Edge, the head coach of the Apopka Little Leaguers, 12- and 13-year-olds who are in St. Petersburg right now for the 2021 state tournament. Hello, Dwight. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Roger. How you doing? Thanks for having me on again. That's great. Well, listen, um, you know, appreciate the way that you guys are representing for our community and for Central Florida as well. You are now in St. Petersburg, and opening ceremonies at the tournament were held yesterday. Um, just tell us a little bit about and I'm in, in, if I'm not mistaken, you had a ball game today. Just bring us up to date. Yes, opening ceremonies were yesterday at 6 p.m. This morning we uh, had the first game of the tournament. And if I can tell you everything went wrong, everything went wrong, and we ended up losing 16-13. to 13. And uh, tell you what, you're talking about some heartbreak. That's the first loss I've had in almost nine months as a head coach. And uh, these kids, I mean, they they battled, they battled. It was 100-and-something degrees today. We had umpires having to take breaks. We had kids having to come off the field to get water. I mean, it was just – it was just a day I've really never experienced on a on a baseball field, and the fact that these kids still put up 13 runs, and we did some stuff we normally don't do. We, we made a lot of errors today. 
but we still put up 13 runs, ended up losing 16 to 13. Kids battled, but it's not over with yet. We still got two more guaranteed games. We got to win those two games and, you know, put up some runs and try not to give up any. And, uh, uh, you know, I think we'll be all right. We had a plan going into today because, there's basically, if you make it to the championship, there's four games in three days. So there's pitch counts that you have to go by. So today specifically, we had a plan to start my son, J.D. Edge, and only let him throw 35 pitches. That way he's available for Sunday. And then we had three pitchers behind him that threw 20 pitches. That way they, they throw tomorrow. And then my fifth pitcher, Caden Evans, came in and probably threw about 60 pitches. So my plan worked pitching-wise, but... It just didn't work out. It was just, you know, you know how baseball is. That you know, it's basically like giving any given Sunday, any team can win on any given day. We're we're the more talented, probably better team, yeah. But that doesn't matter. You know, we didn't come out with a victory. No, ab- absolutely. And um, we all know that tournament ball is a different animal. Playing on the road is a different animal. So, um, right. But it's a good. To, it sounds like an incredible game. And I guess the big story is, is you guys battle to the bitter end. And also the biggest story is you're still alive. As you said, you got two more games and, and you're still alive to, uh, to capture the championship. So um, thank you for checking in with us with this live report. Now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from what I understand, you guys are out having a little fun. Can you tell us what you're, what you're doing now? Right now we're at the Tampa Bay Rays game playing the Blue Jays. Uh, we've been here about 30 minutes. Actually, my old one of my old coaches at the University of Tampa, Joe Urso, I got a hold of him and he, he sent a couple emails and we got some group tickets and uh, and I forgot that I knew the first base coach for the Tampa Bay Rays, Ozzie Timmons. He also went to the University of Tampa, so uh, we made a couple connections. Basically, every kid's here, basically every parent's here, you know, siblings. So I'm a little bitter, but these kids get over things very fast. So we're here. We're going to have a, have a good time. That's all we're going to do. Enjoy it. And we'll play tomorrow at 6 o'clock. That's right. Just leave, leave today in the rearview mirror and get ready for tomorrow. Absolutely. Yes, sir. But it's great to hear that you guys are out at the ball game, the Tampa Rays game. You know, I, I know that's got to be a huge thrill for all the kids to, to go to a Major League Baseball game. I, th- I went to one Major League Baseball game, I think, my first 40 years of life, and it was a memorable experience. And um, it's great that those kids are having, having a memorable experience tonight. Yes, sir. This is actually my, only my third game ever. And the funny thing is, my little nine-year-old daughter, she already got a baseball. None of these, none of these kids on the team got a ball yet. <laughs> no, that's awesome. We really appreciate uh, you know the leadership that you and your other coaches and many of the parents have have exhibited. I know it's a labor of love and it's a lot of work, but it's great to have a guy like you who who loves loves experience and, and loves doing it. Great. Uh, can I can I say one thing? Yeah, sure. I would love to just give a shout-out to the whole Popka community because in 10 days for this state tournament, we end up raising twelve, almost $13,000. So we, will, we were able to pay for all the kids' hotels and plus, you know, drinks, hydration, you know, things, the necessity. So I just want to thank the Popka community for everything that they did to support us and we're not done yet. We're not out of it. So we're still going to try to bring this thing home. That's a great point. I'm glad you mentioned it. Yes. Um, you know, when you 
won your sectional and qualified for the state tournament, which, which required going down to St. Petersburg and spending several days down there. Um, you know, obviously there was a, quite a bit of money that needed to be raised for that to, to become a reality for for the youngsters. Correct. And as you said, uh, you guys put out the alert everywhere, social media, everywhere else, and the community rallied behind you. And as you said, uh, came up with uh, thirteen thousand dollars almost within a matter of about two weeks. And I think yeah, that, uh, that that's that's the way we do it in Apopka. Yeah, and it's unreal because. You know, now I feel like I feel obligated. Like we got to bring <laughs> something back. We we, we got to do something. And you know, you always got to win that first game. We tried to stress that, but it didn't go our way. But like I said, we're not out of it yet. We're not out of it yet. We go win these next two games, put up some runs. You know, you never know what's going to happen because just like us today, the other team we faced, like I said, we scored 13 runs, so they went through about five pitchers. So they're in the same boat as us. But I saved our best pitcher. For Sunday, and my number two starting tomorrow. So my number two's got the whole game tomorrow, as long as he can last. So, you know, we don't have to do the pitch count thing tomorrow. We can just kind of let it fly with my number two, and uh, we get that victory tomorrow. Then we'll go into Sunday, get that victory, and then see what happens. Yeah, taking one game at a time, absolutely. Yes, sir. Now, can in, in a couple of minutes we have left. Can you tell us a little bit, a bit about the team? What are some of the strengths? Obviously, you went, as you said, you went, went nine months without losing a ball game. Uh, what are some of the things that got you guys here? Well, to tell you the truth, so going in today, the last nine months, the, the teams, myself and these modesty coaches have coached, we were um, today, the last 17 games, we're 17-0 and with 16, 16 straight 10 run rules. <laughs> and uh, so today, and I've been stressing it. I said, this isn't going to happen. Eventually, we're going to run into a team that knows what they're doing. But then again, you know, you, you got to prepare for the unknown. And the unknown was we made five or six errors today. And that's, that is not like us. We're a, a big, strong, fast team with pitching that plays really good defense. And I'll be 100% honest, our defense let us down today. But that's what Bottom I- line, our, our defense let us down. But, uh, and, that, and that falls back on us as coaches. You know, we can't blame it on 13-year-old kids. You know, it's we, we prepare, we prepare, we prepared. And, you know, it, it didn't work out. Maybe we, we should have prepared a little better. Well, you know, it's in the, it's in the record books now. you got the next game, 6 p.m. tomorrow night. And we wish you all the best. And, and, I appreciate and, it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for checking in to uh, give us this live report from St. Petersburg. And we'll continue to follow you closely and look forward to having you join us uh, you know, next week maybe as well. All right. I appreciate it, Roger. Thank you. Dw- all right, man. Dwight Edge, head coach of the Apopka Little League 12- and 13-year-olds who – are at the state tournament for the state of Florida in St. Petersburg. And as we heard, uh, lost their first-round game today in a a real thriller, 16-13, to I believe the score was. They've got a guaranteed two more games, and they're still alive in their quest for that state championship. And as we also heard, they're at the Rays baseball game right now, which sounds like a heck of a lot of fun, and it's a great experience for a bunch of Little League kids, not to mention their coaches and parents. Well, French, we're going to go to a break in here in about two minutes. And when we come back, we're going to have a special segment. And I want to tell you a little bit about it right now. The next segment that you hear was actually pre-recorded on Wednesday at the Museum of the Apopkins, which is the historical museum in Apopka. 
and it the 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 segment that you hear will be part of the ceremonies that recognized an outstanding uh, a popkin who has contributed a tremendous amount to the community and who also had a great legacy in athletics in Apopka way back in the day. Harvey Caldwell will be our featured uh, person on um, our next segment. Now, unfortunately, Mr. Caldwell was not able to join us due to some things that came up, but I want to thank Francina Boykin and Mary Bell Brickle for helping, inviting us out to be a part of the ceremony. Mayor Brian Nelson was there. The entire Apopka City Commission was there. And many other community leaders and VIPs and citizens were at this ceremony at the Museum of the Apopkins. And we're really excited about the opportunity to share it with you. Among other achievements and accomplishments, uh, Harvey Caldwell was an outstanding pitcher in fast pitch softball back in the 1940s. In fact, he was one of uh, the fa- had one of the fastest fastballs in the the country. Literally, played at the highest levels of fast pitch softball in those at era, and of course, and he actually played against the famed King in his court, who I'm sure many of you are familiar with. And actually, his team with him pitching defeated the King in his court in a game at Edwards Field in Apopka way, way, way back in the day. So I think that you'll enjoy hearing this uh, tribute about the life and the career of Harvey Caldwell, who also, of course, has been an outstanding volunteer for many community projects in Apopka and at, at the Museum of the Apopkins and the Apopka Historical Society. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have our feature on Harvey Caldwell on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Steve Enslin with Great Florida Insurance Apopka. Here's Steve getting an urgent call from a customer. The other day, I was in my car scooting around appointments, and I get a call. I'm at the DMV. I'm at the counter, and I don't have proof of insurance for this car I just got. Is there anything you could do? He threw on his cape and became Great Florida Insurance Apopka man. Okay, not really, but uh, Steve, what happened next? Well, we do have certain tech that we can take advantage of. Now, I'm not at the office at the time. I was running around a pop. I was able to pull over, pull up uh, her, her account on my iPad, get the car added for her, took a snapshot with my camera, texted it back to her, and she was able to get her insurance. That's the way we do it in Apopka. Yeah. Great Florida Insurance Apopka, dedicated to insuring Apopka and surrounding communities with the best insurance value for home, car, and business, plus the best service, because that's how we do it in Apopka. Call Steve Enslin at 407-434-1145 or visit the office in the Hunt Club Shopping Center online at Great Florida at insureapopka.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. 
you know that your garage door can get the blues? Oh, yeah, it can get down in the dumps, rattling, sticking. Sometimes it'll open for you, sometimes it won't. When your garage door and garage door opener get the blues, it's time to call Florida Door Solutions. They fix, repair, replace, install, create, design, and upgrade garage doors and garage door openers. You know, garage doors don't like the blues, and neither do you. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or online at FLADOOR.com. They can upgrade your garage door with the latest state-of-the-art system from LiftMaster with the exclusive gateway accessory. They've got the best products in the business from Clope, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And Florida Door Solutions has a reputation for doing the job right the first time. Get rid of those garage door blues. Home or business with Florida Door Solutions. Call them today at 866-FLA-DOOR or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Hurricane season is here. Don't wait until a storm is on its way to get ready. Lake Mary Lawn and Garden is your number one source for Echo Chainsaws and Generators. With chainsaws starting at just $199 and generators starting at $599, Echo has been the choice of pros for over 40 years. Lake Mary Lawn and Garden, a trusted Echo dealer since 1980, and an Echo Signature Elite dealer specializing in Echo power equipment sales and service. Call or visit LakeMaryLawn.com. That's LakeMaryLawn.com for the full Echo product line. Echo, Echo, the professional choice. Attention, type 1 diabetics. Your insurance may cover a new CGM monitoring device. Call U.S. Med right now for a free benefits check. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We have a very special segment right now. We are coming to you from the Museum of the Apopkins, which is the historical museum in Apopka. And first, I want to thank our host, the Apopka Historical Society, and President Francina Boykin, and Vice President Mabel Brinkle for inviting us to be part of this exciting ceremony to honor Harvey Caldwell. Right now... In fact, we will go to, I'll tell you a little bit about um, Harvey Caldwell. He is a dedicated citizen of the Apopka community who had an exceptional experience and career in fast pitch, pitch softball back before World War II. In fact, in the ni- 1940s, he was the youngest Class A professional softball player in America at the age of 16, and he was known far and wide for his exploits on the uh, softball diamond as a pitcher. In fact, he was clocked at 107 miles per hour, which is almost as fast as the Duesenberg Model SJ, which was the fastest car of that era. After his 20-year career in softball, he also went on to be was a pioneer in coaching fast pitch softball at the high school level in Central Florida. Uh, he also, in fact, uh, during his career in one famous game, he pitched against the famed King in His Court softball team at Edwards Field and beat that uh, very uh, famous team. So it, obviously he had an extraordinary career in the game of softball, and uh, which goes back you know, many, many years. Um, also, some of his community and historical contributions, he actually donated the land where the Apopka Methodist Church now stands. 
and then in his later years, he was a faithful and is a faithful and dedicated member of the Apopka Historical Society, which includes raising over $7,000 by selling numerous copies of the book Tales of the Big Potato by Apopka native Jack Christmas, and of course, many other uh, accomplishments that he has tirelessly helped to support the Apopka community and the Apopka Historical Society. Right now, we're pleased to be joined by Mrs. Mary Elizabeth Wheeler, who is a friend of Harvey Caldwell and knows much about his very exceptional life and career. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me to speak. And why don't we start, um, well, first of all, just can you share briefly about, um, you know, why um, Representative Car, I mean, Mr. Carwell was, um, you know, such an extraordinary person and and his service uh, to the Apopka Historical Society? Well, if we started at the Historical Society, uh, it's because he was dedicated to being sure that people had an opportunity to buy the book that was by Jack Christmas, um, because there were so many stories in that of the years that Jack and and I and and Harvey were growing up. those high school years, and that would have been in the 40s. Um, Apopka was a different community, very close-knit, and everybody cared about each other, and this was um, an interesting time. And before we go further, I also want to acknowledge that we have some very distinguished guests here uh, today um, from our Apopka City government, starting with Apopka Mayor Brian Nelson, Commissioner Bankson, Commissioner Alexander, and Commissioner Velasquez. It's great to be here with you, and thank you for being a part of our, our program today. And as we honor Harvey, help to honor Harvey Caldwell. Now, Mrs. Wheeler, can you reflect back a little bit on the extraordinary softball exploits of Harvey Caldwell back in those days? Well, I really can't because um, I wasn't in in the, the in his circle of friends at that time, and we were in school together, and we had very small classes instead of the thousands that they have today. There were 28 in my graduating class, and probably about that in Harvey's. Um, my early knowledge of Harvey was his involvement with the troops that were stationed here in Apopka and his running their track with them. And so I really don't know much about his sporting career. And um, we've got a lot about information about that in any way. Um, but I wanted to um, – now, can you talk about that era? Because that's a, an important part of Apopka history that I don't think a, a lot of current residents uh, learn, know about. I didn't know about it till in recent years, and that was the fact that Edwards Field uh, was was um, utilized by the United States military uh, during World War II uh, for training of, of soldiers. Is that correct? That is correct. And they had an artillery light um, <clears throat> battalion out off of um, – what was then Lawrence Avenue, but now today is Sheeler Avenue, and the soldiers would march by our house to go to the to the light um, battalion. So um, Harvey was really very much involved in the military, I suppose, because of his brother being in the military. But um, he he had a lot of friends, and his mother was a wonderful cook, and she invited some of the soldiers over for meals. So Harvey was immersed in the military in high school, and I, um, so that 
I guess. Can, can, can you talk about just for you and the other high school kids of that era what it was like to you know, have United States military training here in our town um, and preparing you know to go overseas for for war. Well, it certainly made us very much aware of the sacrifices that these young people made, and there had there were barracks all over what was Edwards Field. Um, the bleachers were still there, but they had their barracks all over Edwards Field. I can't remember eight or ten, perhaps barracks housing these soldiers. Um, and what else was? I just you know, I just wanted your reflections on that was a you know a very you know, incredible time in American history and certainly in the history of our community and uh, it was very close. Of course, World War II was very close, um, you know, in a lot of ways because a lot of the young men w- yeah. went to fight, but also training right here in Apopka at Edwards Field, which right. I don't think a, a lot of people really, really know about that. It is true that we Apopka was involved emotionally because of all of our service people that young men that went into the to the military and we had our uh, volunteer people in the community that served in the tower the watchtower uh, they round, manned it around the clock and the women did that mostly uh, but it was uh, the war effort was everybody's business it wasn't just one or two people and i would like to say also uh at the Museum of the Apopkins, which is the Apopka Historical Museum, there's a wonderful section uh, tr- paying tribute to uh, our military veterans who, who died in service uh, to our country and war- going all the way back to World War II and um, in recent wars as well. And it's, it's a wonderful place, the Museum of the Apopkins. We're happy to be here hosting uh, for, for this segment as we honor a great Apopkin, Harvey Caldwell. And I uh, want to thank everybody for, for, for inviting us to, to be a part of it. It's just, and I, friends, I encourage you, if you haven't visited the Museum of the Apopkins, I would encourage you to do so because there's extraordinary history going back literally over, over 100 years. And, there, and it's actually a beautiful presentation. And, uh, you no, know, it's a lot of hard work from a lot of people that make all this possible, starting with Francina Boykin, the chairman of the Popkin Historical Society. And, um, Mrs. Wheeler, that's great. Now, can you talk about it? Bring us up to date in more recent years, and I know that Harvey has you know, pretty much dedicated his life to serving the Apopka community, and specifically a lot of big part of that is the Apopka Historical Society and this museum. Can you talk about uh, what it's like to work with him and you know, uh, you know, to, to watch him you know, you know, give such tireless, tireless energy to, to helping the community and the history of the community? Well, Harvey was a fiery character, <laughs> and uh, he was dedicated to whatever his purpose was at the time, and selling Jack's books was so important to him because it shares the history in in story form. Jack was a wonderful writer, and Harvey recognized that, and he wanted us to sell the books so people would have the down-to-earth history of of those early years in Apopka. Harvey was um, intense about whatever he was working on, and he gave it all. He was a, a very nice man, a good man, and he really did work to support the history of Apopka. 
and that make a great point about the, that book by Jack Christmas, Tales of the Big Potato. And I would encourage everybody to buy that book if you want to get not only a great sense of history of the Apopka community, but also uh, Central Florida and what Florida was like back in those years going back to the 1930s, 40s, and, and 50s. And that was by author Jack Christmas, who, of course, is an Apopka native. And Jack Christmas has his own uh, athletic exploits uh, in the Apopka community, which we, which included playing for the Martyrs back in the day. And uh, we won't go into all of those, but uh, might have to talk about some of those off the air. But um, well, Mrs. Wheeler, thank you for being joining us, sharing great Apopka history, and also sharing about the, the life and the career of Harvey Caldwell and, and his great contributions in, in so many ways. Well, and I appreciate the opportunity for us all to recognize Harvey. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. In Texas, the father of a 17-year-old boy who died after a road rage shooting is asking for the public's help in finding the person who opened fire as he and his family were driving home from a Houston Astros game. Houston police say the driver of a white four-door Buick LaCrosse followed a truck driven by Paul Castro as he and his two sons were driving home after the Tuesday evening game. During a news conference on Friday, Castro said the shooting happened after he made a non-threatening hand gesture at the driver who had tried to merge in his lane in heavy traffic. Castro says his son David had wanted to make the world better and did not deserve what happened to him. On Wall Street, the Dow by 442 points. The Nasdaq rose 142. The S&P advanced 48. This is SRN News. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's, and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Tragically, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke. Many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so that you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. <laughs> Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Lemu, you're famous. <laughs> only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Why pay more and get less? Hello, I'm Alan Treba, owner of American Family Funerals and Cremations and a servant. Most people run their business motivated by money. We run our business motivated by helping others. We also charge about half of what the national chains or firms with several locations do. 
Our goal is to do what is in your best interest and help you through this time without excessive cost. You know us. We're family. AmericanFamilyFunerals.com, 407-339-0070. Indeed has this hiring tool called Instant Match, and it really lives up to its name. Just post a sponsored job, and Indeed instantly searches millions of resumes in their database to immediately deliver the candidates that fit your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk, AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Frank of Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you on this Friday evening. Certainly a hot and humid July Friday evening. But from my perspective, all Friday evenings are great times. I hope that you're enjoying yours as well as you settle in and look forward to a weekend ahead. And we want to thank you for spending yours part of yours with us right here on Blue Darter Sports Central on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Hope you joined the program. We'll get back to our guest in just a moment. Our next guest will be Coach Eddie Sanders. He's the athletic director at Apopka High School. And then later in our program, we'll hear from Abby Weaver, who is a Blue Darter alum. She's a student at UCF right now, and she had an excellent four-year career in the girls' volleyball program at Apopka. But before, I want to remind you that our program is made possible by the great people at Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent. And uh, we're missing Steve Insulin tonight. Steve couldn't be here to co-host. But, uh, Steve, wherever you are out there, want to give a shout-out. We, we miss you. Uh, we look forward to having you back again soon. Also, Community Health Centers of Central Florida – they were founded in Apopka in 1972. Since that time, they've been serving the people of our community with quality, affordable health care for over 40 years. Community Health Centers of Central Florida, now with 15 locations throughout Central Florida, serving the people of Central Florida. I hope you enjoyed that kind of different segment with commemorating the career and the life of Harvey Caldwell, a great Apopkin who had a very distinguished and interesting uh, experience, career in fast-pitch softball way back in the day. I want to thank Mrs. Mary Elizabeth Wheeler, for who's an authority on Apopka history and, and a lifelong friend of Harvey Caldwell for joining us, sharing her great insights. I particularly enjoyed hearing the part about back in World War II when uh, uh, the Edwards Field was used as a staging uh, area and a training facility for um, our our military men uh, uh, as they prepared to go overseas and fight in World War II. A lot of great history about Central Florida, and it's great to be able to share part of that with you on our program. And also, once again, of course, want to thank the Apopka Historical Society, the Museum of the Apopkins, Chairman of the Apopka Historical Society, Francina Boykin, and Mary Bell Brinkle, vice chairman, who really helped us to put that uh, segment and uh, sh- together. Now we're pleased to be joined by athletic director of the Blue Darters, Coach Eddie Sanders. And Coach, it's great to have you joining us tonight. It's good to see you, Roger. I haven't seen you in a while or talked to you in a while, probably since the end of the spring season. So um, good to see you. I'm glad you're doing well. 
Thank you. Yeah, same to you. And uh, I guess I hope you're settling into your summer pretty well. And uh, I'd love to have you just join us for a few minutes to, first of all, reflect a little bit on the most recent uh, school year and season at Apopka High School um, and uh, the 2000. 2021 athletic year, and, and specifically, if you could share a little bit about some of the spring sports uh, that partic- had particularly good seasons. Well, um, I think, you know, first of all, I mean, um, we had tremendous amount of, you know, success on and off the field um, with all our athletes. And, you know, I think with our, you know, our traditional softball and baseball programs um, did well, um, you know, um, unfortunately, both of them were in pretty tough districts, and the way the district format was set up this year, um, you know, they weren't able to advance to regionals, even though they had both of them had probably some of the better teams in the in the area. So it was just kind of an unfortunate events. What you know, way they kind of changed things around this year with the Florida High School, but um, certainly um, Coach Brewer, Coach McWhitty, seasons with their teams did well. Um, you know, we, um, you know, our lacrosse programs, our, our water polo programs, um, tennis, um, you know, just, just, I'm really proud of all of our student athletes. You know, it was a tough year. Things got a little bit better by the spring, you know, not quite as, you know, restrictive, but, but it's still difficult. But the biggest thing is, um, we got to, you know, to the completion of every single sports season during the year. And I think that's a testament to our student athletes, to our, to our coaches, to our administrators, um, all the support they got. You were speaking with Coach Eddie Sanders. He's the athletic director at Apopka High School on Blue Darter Sports Central. And, yeah, and, Coach, let me say to you and all of your colleagues, the coaches and teachers, I know it was, you know, as we mentioned many times, teaching and coaching uh, is, is, is a profession that uh, has its set uh, more than its share of obstacles and frustrations. Um, it's, it's a difficult uh, um, endeavor. It, you know, and I think uh, virtually everybody in it is following their heart, and, and they're doing it because they love it, and they're, and they're dedicated to helping young people and uh, serving it as teachers and mentors. But um, I know this, this past year was particularly difficult with a whole new set of challenges, uh, some of which you would never thought of in a million years. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, maybe I, two million. Yeah, yeah you and, and, and the, the coaches and the teachers at Apopka High School, I think, performed a, a extraordinarily well. And, and I want to thank you for that. Well, I mean, just we're just so happy that our student athletes, have, you know, were able to, to finish things on the field, in the pool, on sports, you know, instead of, um, you know, something happening where we don't even get to play from the beginning or things get shut down at some point. You know, there were some ups and downs during the season, I think especially with the, some of the winter sports. But um, I think because you had all the, you know, several holidays during the winter sports, it probably contributed to some issues. But, um, man, I'm just so proud of all the, the entire athletic program, like I said, with the coaches, with the players, and, and what they did to make things happen. I mean, you see a lot of the stuff on TV with colleges and pros. But, you know, we, we went through some of the, obviously, some of the very similar things with our high school program. And, of course, now let's look ahead. Uh, the school, new school year isn't too far yeah, away. So that, that, that's, definitely, that's definitely a good idea. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to ruin your summer, but you know, um, but the you know, football season actually, the preseason game will be August the twentieth, and um, I know, it's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? 
and not too far away, uh, but it's also an exciting time as well. Of course, uh, football did had an excellent season last year, made it to the Final Four. You know, lost another heartbreaker, but still, um, out of yeah. all the all the schools out there playing, it's it's it's, an, it's certainly a, a nose disgrace to make it to the Final Four um, no. at the end of the season, and had some huge playoff victories. But can, can tell us a little bit about uh, what you expect from football this season. Well, I mean. Um... You know, in the simplest terms, you know, we all expect to have a, you know, a, another solid season. Um, we expect to, you know, compete for a district championship and beyond. Um, I know the coaches and, and our players have been working hard this summer. You know, we've been able to get back into more of a, you know, more of a regular routine, you know, with some small adjustments. But, um, you know, after missing the spring and summer last year, um, the coaches and players are just, you know, so excited about being able to prepare for this upcoming season with a spring that we had and and the summer workouts that I think helped set us apart, you know, from maybe some of the other programs is just the hard work and the commitment that it takes um, to work out. I mean, our football team was working out at 6 a.m. four days a week this summer. So, um, you know, you get, a high, you get a team of high school kids to get up there at 6 a.m., um, you know you got a you know you got a chance to be successful. Absolutely, and, and thank you for sharing those insights. And of course, we look forward to being out there and broadcasting the games once again, right here on the new AM nine fifty and FM ninety four point nine. The answer. Uh, yeah, home. we got yeah we got some great great um, great home games this year. Right off, you know. So man, we are really looking forward to getting the people back into the stadium. I mean, that's what we're looking for. And um, so I don't have people calling me and. Wondering why they can't get in the games. Hopefully, it's, you know, if everything goes smooth, we want people to pack our pack our stands and um, you know open up with the land with the kickoff classic, and then our you know after we go on the road to Colonial, then we have the West Orange Warriors for our first you know home regular season game, and that's going to be obviously a massive matchup. You know, and, and we've got just a, a, about a minute left, but that's one thing that you and I were talking about off the air is Popka's got a, a, a phenomenal schedule this year. I know it's uh, from a coach's perspective, it might be uh, it might be the worst challenging, but from certainly from a fan's perspective, um, a lot of exciting teams on our schedule. It, the first half of the schedule, as you said, first of all, starts off with that preseason game versus a, an outstanding DeLand program that's mm-hmm. been very good in recent years. And then the first half of the season – Includes um, Edgewater, Doctor Phillips, uh, and and West Orange, all all in a mm-hmm. you know in, in a short span of games. And, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and then you know our home schedule is just incredible with West Orange, um, Edgewater, Lake Brantley, Wakiva, and then we have our um, homecoming game, which is a district game against Ocala Westport. So, I mean, and throw in going to Lakeland this year and going to Doctor Phillips and places like that. I mean, wow. You know, it's going to be um, it's going to be a challenge, but you know what? I th- our players and and coaches are I think are ready for it. And, and as well as uh, a longtime rivals, which are also district games versus Ocoee and Evans, and then of course yeah, the- absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, we have to travel to Ocoee, which is uh, really an up and coming program. I mean, we uh, barely got past them last year by one one point, fifteen so, to thirteen. Um, yes, you know, yeah, and, and they're a district matchup. Evans, Lake Brantley, Ocala is our district game, so it's going to be a. You know, we're just excited to to get people, you know, back in the stands where they should be, and 
And uh, I'm just excited about, you know, just a fresh start this year. And let's not leave out those colonial grenadiers, because I know uh, Coach yeah. Donnie Hodges over there. He's, he, they're over there waiting for the Blue Darters uh, for, to, yeah, to travel it, over there for it, the first it, game. Um, and Bill Gerke coaching over there. I yeah, believe. Bill Gerke is, uh, is, yeah. is going to, yeah, I think I handle the defense over at Colonial. So. Yeah. Yeah, so Bill Gerke, I mean, he um, I mean, kind of takes you back a little bit, even though he's not the head coach. He takes us back to all those um, Pop Edgewater games years ago. Yeah, we might have to bring uh, Coach Chip Gerke on uh, for a role so we can uh, reignite the Gerke Bowl again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to um, get um, get Coach Gerke, man. What a what a – he was my coach at Apopka, and man, I can't even say enough how he how he helped me um, be successful. You know, to, you know where I am today. No, absolutely, Chip Gerke really laid the foundation for the tremendous success we've had. Uh, he did since he, uh, did. he he took the job in '78. Well, Coach Eddie Sanders, great to catch up with you, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you soon at, at the Apopka Blue Water football games. Absolutely, looking forward to um, what August 20th, I believe, and beyond. So. Man, people get ready. Um, we're, the train's fixing to leave the station in about six weeks and, you know, kick off all the fall sports and really looking forward to it. Me too. We look forward to seeing you then. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Roger. Friends, we're going to go to that next break. When we come back, we'll speak with Abby Weaver, a popular Blue Darter alum and former volleyball player for the Blue Darters. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Steve Enslin with Great Florida Insurance Apopka. Here's Steve getting an urgent call from a customer. The other day, I was in my car scooting around appointments, and I get a call. I'm at the DMV, I'm at the counter, and I don't have proof of insurance for this car I just got. Is there anything you could do? He threw on his cape and became Great Florida Insurance Apopka man. Okay, not really, but uh, Steve, what happened next? Well, we do have certain tech that we can take advantage of. Now, I'm not at the office at the time. I was running around a pop guy. I was able to pull over, pull up uh, her, her account on my iPad, get the car added for her, took a snapshot with my camera, texted it back to her, and she was able to get her insurance. That's the way we do in a yeah. Popka. Yeah. Great Florida Insurance Apopka, dedicated to insuring Apopka and surrounding communities with the best insurance value for home, car, and business, plus the best service, because that's how we do it in Apopka. Call Steve Enslin at 407-434-1145 or visit the office in the Hunt Club Shopping Center online at Great Florida at insureapopka.com. I'm Michael Easton, president of Fellowship Financial Group and host of the Retirement Income Show. With spring already upon us, it's critical to review your financial goals to make sure that you're on track for the retirement you've always dreamed of and deserve. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call us at 407-949-5888, 407-949-5888, or check out fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. And join the Retirement Income Show Saturdays at noon right here on FM 94.9, AM 950, The Answer. Letter, remote, tape measure. What do you think, doctor? Is it? Yes, I'm afraid it is. Garage dooritis. What do we do? Better call Florida Door Solutions. Whether you've got garage dooritis or you just want to upgrade your opener or entry gate, they've got the solution. And now opening your garage door, turning on the lights, and safely keeping track of your property when you're away is easy with the new LiftMaster Garage Door Opener with the exclusive Internet Gateway Accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time every time. Just ask someone you know. 
Chances are Florida Door Solutions cured their garage door at us. And they are Central Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And they give back to the community through our local schools, youth sports, and more. So if your garage door is suffering from garage door at us, then you need to call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Call them today. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you on this wonderful Friday evening and Certainly from my perspective, all Friday's evenings are pretty wonderful, and we're happy that you're joining us and spending part of your Friday evening with us. Hope you're enjoying the show. Great conversation with Coach Eddie Sanders. It was kind of hard to stop. As you know uh, as you know me, once I start talking about football and high school football in general and Apopka Blue Darter football specifically, it's kind of, kind of hard to stop the conversation. But basically, uh, we're looking forward to broadcasting Apopka Blue Darter football once again, of course, the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, are the home for Apopka Blue Daughter Sports. And um, a, a really tremendous schedule for the Blue Daughters this fall. All high school football aficionados, I think, would really get excited about these games that we've got uh, online uh, on schedule, which we mentioned with Coach Eddie Sanders. Going to go to our next guest, Abby Weaver, in just a moment. She's a former outstanding volleyball player, girls volleyball player for the Blue Darters, and an Apopka High School alum currently attending UCF. But first, of course, I want to let you know that our show is made possible by Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent. I also want to let you know that the high school ball players and their dedicated coaches that you hear on Blue Darter Sports Central are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And, of course, by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. They were founded in Apopka in 1972. And since that time, Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care for now over 40 years and now with over fi- with now with 15 locations. Now let's go to Abby Weaver, former Blue Darter volleyball player. Hello, Abby. Hey, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, I've really been excited about talking with you. Of course, we've spoken to your, your brother, Zach Weaver, who had an excellent career uh, in fall at Apopka, and he's also started off with a great freshman year at the college level. Caught up with him fairly recently. But uh, thank you for joining us. And first of all, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, what, what you're doing now uh, as an alumni of Apopka High School? Um, so now I am majoring in elementary education of like both of my parents, who both in my mom's actually a AP at Apopka, um, which is kind of cool. So I'm kind of carrying on the legacy of going into education at UCF, uh, and I'll be graduating uh, next fall with my elementary education degree. That's excellent. It's always catch up. Great to catch up with our Blue Darter alumni, and you had a, an excellent four year career in volleyball with the Blue Darters, which culminated with you also playing with your sister. Uh, Emily, and, and both of you were captains of that particular team. Can you just share a little bit about your senior year in volleyball at Apopka? Um, so senior year um, was really special because, uh, like I said, both my sister and I both play um, volleyball. She plays at Embry-Riddle now. 
Um, but it was it was something that a lot of uh, actually it's happened quite a few times with a pop show where sisters get to play uh, together for a few years, which is not what a lot of people get to do. Uh, but Emily and I both played separate positions, so it was fun being able to uh, be on the court with her at the same time and and both kind of kind of help run the team, uh, which was a lot of it was it was very enjoyable. We did fairly well that um, that season. It feels like forever ago. I think it's working on four, maybe five years ago. Uh, but I do miss uh, playing with her, so I obviously don't get to do that very often anymore. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. And can you tell us a little about, you know, you played, I believe, at least seven years volleyball. You really were really dedicated to the sport and, and had a lot of talent in it, but suffered up an injury, which I guess uh, has kept you from uh, you advancing and playing at the next level. Can you share a little bit about that? So I started playing uh, in... I think the sixth grade, I was playing basketball and wasn't very good at that. Uh, so I tried out volleyball and ended up being pretty decent. Um, and so I, I played from then on. Uh, I actually played two years at uh, Southeastern University. Uh, I played volleyball and started uh, both years and really enjoyed that. But uh, towards the end of my sophomore season, uh, I ended up having to have a pretty major hip surgery, uh, which then led to just kind of... Um, to me, deciding that it just wasn't uh, wasn't worth risking um, for it to further uh, further injury and to really kind of uh, prevent me from living life in the fullest as a 21 year old getting hip surgery. Uh, but I enjoyed uh, playing. It really defined a lot of who I am today and my ability to kind of push myself and expect excellence every time, um, and, and and things like that. I do missing. I do miss playing, uh, but I now coach. Uh, a few different, um, few different places, which is a lot of fun being able to give the same experience to girls that I experienced uh, growing up. No, that's great. Thanks for sharing that with us. You know, coaching is so important, and like you said, to take uh, the things that you learned over a uh, hard earned over a long period of time and to share them with with the younger people and, and help them in, in their development. Mm-hmm. And they're very sorry to hear about the injury that you suffered, the pretty serious injury you suffered. But it's also great to hear that your your resilience and you've uh, adapted and um, continuing to do to do positive things and go forward. Mm-hmm. Now, can you uh, talk about just a little bit about you know where you developed your love for volleyball and uh, and why you chose to dedicate you know, so much of your your life to it, uh, you know, your early life to it, coming up through middle school and high school. Um, I think a lot of it, uh, volleyball, because volleyball is not a normal sport you see growing up. It wasn't something that I was uh, made known to uh, until probably middle school. My mom played tennis at UCF, uh, and my dad uh, is a women's basketball coach and has been my entire life. So it it was sports was always something that I knew I was going to be going to do. It was just a matter of fact trying to find one. Uh, and then when I learned that volleyball was inside and I didn't have to do a lot of running, uh, it was like, oh, I, this is a sport that I could probably do. Um, but seeing, honestly, just how good, how much natural talent that I had at it uh, was one thing that kept me going. But also just, like, being able to see girls just, like, I don't know, just how 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 nice it was and how um, how encouraging it was seeing people work as hard as, volleyball players do and it does in every sport um but specifically volleyball players the amount of time i spent seven out seven days a week in some sort of gym with some sort of team working out playing practicing and the dedication that all my teammates had girls above me my coaches and everything had to the sport was something that drove it just in general 
And uh, the cool thing about a CrossFit uh, was that I've, I've played with the same girls my entire my entire from middle school all the way up to high school, and then also for my club team uh, and being able to play with the girls in the same our same district and playing against girls I saw at club, and it was just like a little little community that we had on the volleyball team, and uh, it was just it was it was a good experience to have through, through high school. Thank you for sharing those insights. Very insightful, especially about the kind of hard work and dedication it takes uh, to play at, at the high school level. And also it's uh, the great experiences about your teammates. And you know, those are relationships, uh, many of them you'll have throughout the rest of your life. And it's uh, great that um, for you to share about it with us on our show. And I, I do also want to point out, um, and many of our listeners know, that you know, Central Florida, like it is with so many other high school sports, is a real hotbed for volleyball. And um, you know the, the quality of, of volleyball, both club volleyball and high school volleyball here, right here in Central Florida, is is some of the some of the best in the, in, the, in the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 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 Abby, it's been great to have you join us for a few minutes on our show. We uh, really uh, appreciate your contributions to uh, Popka High School Athletics back in the day, and it's uh, really encouraged and, and, and pleased to, to hear that you're doing well and advancing in your career and um, and at UCF, you know, in, in your, your education at UCF, and looking forward to a great career in, in education. Thank you so much for having me. It's great. It's been great to have you join us, and uh, we look forward to having you back again. All right. Thank you. Abby Weaver, former Blue Darter volleyball player. Well, that pretty much is uh, brings us near the end of our show, and I want to let you know how much I appreciate you joining us tonight and really hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, Also, I want to, uh, going back to our segment where we highlighted you know, outstanding Apopka community member Harvey Caldwell, um, at which we actually, as you could tell, recorded, as we said, recorded from the Museum of the Apopkins, and we did that on Wednesday at that special ceremony for Harvey Caldwell. And I do want to also remind you and point out that um, Harvey could not join us, had some unexpected emergencies took place, and uh, unfortunately he wasn't able to, to be there for our for the ceremony at the Museum of the Apopkins or for our show. Um, and also there was actually a ceremony, um, there was going to be a ceremony for him at the Apopka City Council where he was going to be um, meeting, where he was going to be um, honored by Mayor Land. But anyway, it was great to uh, talk, to share a little bit about his very interesting life and career which, of course, included being an outstanding fast-pitch softball pitcher way back in the day, back around the, the World War II era with you, and I ho- hope you really enjoyed it. I also did want to point out that Joe Ferraro was our on-site uh, engineer during that program, and Pete Paquette, uh, our operations manager, did a lot of work on on, record, on um, editing that interview. And uh, as we sh- sign off, I want to thank Francina Boykin and Mary Bell Brinkle, leaders of the Apopka Historical Society for inviting us to be a, a part of that great event. And I want to thank you for joining us tonight and hope you have a great weekend. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. News, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. W-O-R-L. Orlando.